Welcome to the System Hub Podcast. Hola. Konnichiwa. Guten Tag. Where we interview world-class experts. You have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing. I was fanatical in my 20s. If you could find a way to produce a business that works without you, your life would change like that. Extracting, organizing, and optimizing their best systems and processes for rapid business growth. Now, let's get into the show. All right, welcome to the next session of the Business System Summit. I am excited to be joined here by Adam Houlihan from the LinkedIn Playbook. Hey, Simon, thanks for, uh, for having me. It should be a bit of fun. Yeah, it's awesome to have you here. So I just want to run through just a, a brief bio of you. Adam Houlihan is an international keynote speaker specializing in social media for business and CEO of the highly successful boutique agency Web Traffic That Works lives in Australia and the Gold Coast and considered to be one of Australia's leading experts in harnessing the power of LinkedIn for business. Over 11,200 people globally have sought his skill and insight to leverage the power of LinkedIn for their business. So I'm going to have a bit of a masterclass here, which will be great. Adam is also the Australian brand ambassador for Microsoft, consults with our social media private clients in Australia, New Zealand, North America, the Middle East and Singapore, work as CEO of Six successful companies has given him the hands-on experience to understand business from the inside. Adam believes real and meaningful change comes through the world's entrepreneurs. His purpose is to provide their business with powerful tools to grow and accelerate their global footprint. And together, that's where they make this huge impact. And I did say I wasn't going to read your entire bio, but I think this last part's yeah. great too. Uh, through the lifetime partnership with the global giving initiative B1G1.com, uh, is on track to positively impact the lives of more than 1 million people in need, which is just awesome. So definitely wanted to Jeez, run past that. Sounds like a top bloke. Yeah, he sounds all right. <laughs> okay, so what we're going to be going through today, it's how to create high-performing remote teams that wow your clients. It's the management system that gets results. Perfect. All righty. So as you said, this is... Uh, the system and processes that uh, that we use to create a, a really high performing remote team, but then very uh, a lot of emphasis on remote, as mm-hmm. you'll see as we go through, that really wows your clients. And uh, so, essentially, probably just the first thing we should cover is is why we even did that. So, so when we started the company, yeah, our vision was around it, we really wanted to be able to work with the best people in the world. Didn't you know? We didn't want to be sort of stuck by geographic location and only be able to work with people that were in that location. And so then we wanted to be able to empower those people to you know basically run their own businesses, but also be an integral part of of our business and bring them all together to collaborate with us on projects as was needed. And of course, the outcome of that was the that we wanted to achieve was that you know we could still create a really world-class service for our clients in a way that we could really uh, cut out a lot of massive overhead that a lot of digital marketing companies or any companies really experience, which is, you know, things like rent on, on mm. a base and all that sort of thing are completely online. Uh, we don't have offices at, at all. And we have a team right now of about 17 people all around the world that, that come together to do what we do. And this is the process really that um yeah that we followed to to actually make that vision come to life being remote actually creates as many problems <laughs> as it solves yeah and uh we we identified that pretty early that um you know there were, were going to be some some really key problems uh, that we had to solve and we had to you know, develop systems and processes to um to deal with that so the first one obviously 
was, well, just how are we going to find these superstars that are all, all over the world? The people that we're working with at the moment transcend uh, probably six or seven different countries, and we're still always looking for, for new people. So we had to come up with a, a way to solve that problem. The, the second problem was these people were essentially, I suppose you call, uh, if you had to put a label on them, freelancers, and we had to help them productize their, their product or service so that it could kind of dovetail into our systems and, and what we were trying to achieve in a, a way that um, you know, made this whole vision that we had uh, come to life and, and actually work for them and obviously for us. The third problem was, uh, you know, was the big one was communication. Like, how do you interact with these 17 people all over the world and, and a client base that is also now all over the world? More than half of our clients are no longer in Australia. They're, they're um, across, well, as, you, as you pointed out in the bio, a number of different countries like Dubai and Singapore and UK and the US and, and all, all sorts of places. That were the three big uh, challenges that we had to overcome and we had to put solutions in place for those. So that, that first one when we're talking about, uh, you know, how do we actually find all those, uh, those team members? And um, as you also alluded to, is, uh, we, uh, we kind of know a little bit about LinkedIn. So LinkedIn was the way that we, we actually did that. So we, uh, you know, through LinkedIn, we basically put in a process that was, it was, it was not too difficult. It was, it was quite simple, but it was powerful. But behind that was still quite a lot of work. There was essentially three checklists or, or sections of, of how we, we went about that. So the first was obviously to search, find these people, and then do our research before we sort of spoke to them. So LinkedIn is amazing for that. It, it gives you that ability to say, for example, we were looking for a uh, graphic designer. So we were able to filter down all, basically all the graphic designers that were on LinkedIn, and then it was a matter of you know, to cut culling. So we started with all of them and then we culled out, you know, it was obviously part of this was going to be difficult for us to deal with too many people, say, in the, the Europe Eurozone, just purely because of uh, time zones. So obviously that, you know, one of the checklists off that was, you know, remove basically most people, anyone from, from that region, do some research on them and uh, find out a bit more about them and basically cull that list down to essentially we, we cull down to about like say top 20 and then um, those top 20 we would you know reach out to them through LinkedIn connect with them then start some dialogue with them it really wasn't difficult to to get people to talk to us because you know our, our opening line was pretty much hey, it's great to be connected the reason I'm connecting is I want to give you some work as opposed to as you you know we all find on LinkedIn where it's the opposite where usually people are trying to pitch us products and services that's so, right so you know yeah. Yeah, so, so by reaching out that way, you know, we certainly got into the conversations with these people very easily hmm. and uh, then we were able to share with them the vision, what we were trying to do, how we were going to bring work to them on, on a consistent basis and then cull that down to a smaller list again of probably around five people and then we basically said, look, okay, the next step is um, we've checked you out. We, it seems like you have the skill sets. You've got, you've got plenty of uh, recommendations. Your websites look great and all that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, proofs in the pudding. So, so then we'd give them a task, something that you know, we, could we could test and measure. And, of course, we, we were measuring that by things like um, the quality of the work, obviously, timeliness, the uh, responsive, how responsive these people were to uh, criticism or uh, input. 
you know, and we, so we had a you know, whole bunch of uh, a checklist that you know they that we had to work through to um, come down to basically the the end result of the the best person for that job. And the other thing, of course, that we were obviously basing that on was to to some degree. Um, you know the cost of the the service that that they were provided because often you know people would vary very much in their in their rates. Mm. So that was really in just brushing over it um, the checklist and the way that we we solved that that first problem. The second problem was obviously a little bit more difficult, which was how to productize their service to to us. So essentially, you know, we were we said, okay, you know, we want you to. There might be a um, uh, someone that was um, awesome at doing Facebook campaigns, uh, just as an example. So then we had to have a way where. So if that was part of the strategy we were going to deliver to a client, we knew what the cost of that was. Okay, fair enough. Something like the ad spend is going to vary, but we knew that what it was going to cost for this person to manage a campaign over a month's period was an exact amount of money. So that allowed us to. I suppose, for one thing, but also it improved our time efficiency because we didn't have to go back to these people job by job, campaign by campaign is probably a better way to say it, and Mm. say how much to do this. We knew exactly without asking them what it was going to cost. So that took out a lot of that that back and forwards. And especially when you consider it's not unusual or impossible that you might have seven, eight, even ten people working on a, a particular campaign to have to have gone and done that you know, nine, ten times would, um, you know, just just wasn't really feasible. So really what we did was we, we started from uh, the, the hourly rate that they wanted to charge, and this was never about trying to cut them down on, on their cost or anything like that. We always wanted to pay them, you know, what they were worth. But generally as an industry, these people were really used to working on hourly rates more so than on set fee to, to uh, you know, deliver a service. So we started with their hourly rate and through that, uh, that testing and measuring that we were talking about earlier, we would just see what it would take them to, to realistically deliver something that, you know, that was valuable and powerful. Then we put them through an education process whereby we showed them the value for them in working more on a you know, fixed fee and, and how they could then you know, put that into their own business. Because we always said this was not about them working exclusively for us. We were going to be an additional source of revenue for them, but they were still able to go out and, and source their own clients and uh, work with them. But by doing it in this way, instead of you know doing it on a, an hourly rate or quoting for every single job they did, how it was going to improve their business. So these were the, the type of things we used to you know really end up working with you know the, really the best people in the most productive way, and whereby we were also improving their their business and their livelihoods as you know uh, as part of the process and of course what that kind of all summed down to was in in all facets we ended up with very fixed costs on everything we did so we as i said earlier we you know we we didn't have to factor into the quoting process with our clients okay there's x amount for overhead on um on a office space or uh, Mm. leasing 20 computers all that stuff, all of that was was gone, and it just made it very simple to give them a and quick to give them a quote based on a strategy that we developed for them, and that was really the you know the the key the key outcome that we wanted to um, to achieve, and that was this was the biggest challenge to uh, making that vision uh, a reality, which uh, thankfully now we have, and this is exactly how we work today, and uh, you know what I'm sharing with you is basically the 
the process of how we, uh, you know, how we went about making that happen. Yeah, that's, um, I've just never thought about it like that. <laughs> that's amazing. Like, I'm just wowed at the, um, at getting to the point where you're productizing someone else's business to benefit your business. It's definitely, definitely a win-win situation, a win-win-win because your clients benefit from that because they get the fixed costs, less time spent. You don't have as much admin time with the back and forth quoting. So yeah, that's an incredible approach. Thank you. Yeah, that's exactly how we looked at it. It was win-win-win. It was a win for our clients. It was a win for the team that, that got to work with us. And of course, you know, it's a win for us. Mm. That left one big problem uh, to solve and that one wasn't actually overly difficult to do, but that was how we would communicate on two levels. So that meant communicating with our team when we brought them together for campaigns, but also how we communicate with our clients. Uh, again, as I said, most almost never, you, know, you shared in my bio, like I live on the Gold Coast in uh, in Queensland, uh, I think we only have two or three clients that that are, are local here, you know, or say between here and Brisbane, where it would even be possible for me to to literally turn up to an office for for a meeting or for them to come to me. All the rest of the clients we work with, um, you know, are so spread out around the world. So communication with them was equally as important as the communication with our team. The systems and the processes we put in place to do that were um, these tools that I'm going to share with you now. But, um, and the crazy thing is that uh, everything I'm going to share with you, what we're doing here, is actually all free. You, anybody can uh, access these. I mean, they do have paid versions, but you can basically put this system together in your business today at zero cost. Hmm. Now, the first part was uh, how we scheduled tasks. Now, tasks, that meant to individual team members. And this is, I'm just showing you a task board for, for one of our uh, virtual assistants. So we could break it up by the different tasks. If you opened those, uh, any of those tasks up, you'll see, you would see it has multiple sort of checklists and they can be marked off as complete. So the value proposition became that, you know, again, we didn't have to keep communicating with our team to know whether they completed a task. Mm-hmm. They could just mark that off as complete any of our our managers or whatever or myself could could log into that task and know exactly where they were at if there was any uh, notes or or any sort of issues that uh, needed to be addressed and again uh, was this you know it's a very powerful trello which is what, what we're talking about here it's a very powerful tool that does this in a very powerful way it was also about the project management so how we communicated what we were doing with our clients now this is I'm using this as a real life example of, of a client we're working with right now, and uh, which is a uh, art studio in downtown LA. Beautiful lady, named Clara Berta, and it's uh, Berta Art. So check out the stuff she does. So she ships this stuff all over the world, and uh, it's an amazing company. But what I'm just sharing with you here is how you can see that we've bro- you know we broke down every single facet of the the campaign that we're running with her across the, um, you know, all the documentation, everything that she needed, communication access, you'll see over on the left-hand side with our team, each individual social media platform that's being used for this, what's happening on her website, and you can see in the far right corner, um, sorry, you can't see, obviously, for privacy issues, exactly <laughs> what's going on there, but uh, um, but even the actual campaign that we're running for Clara that, that 
literally kicked off today, you know, every facet of that. And, um, of course, you know, this was probably a six-week project to get to the launch, which was literally today. So it was very, very easy using a system like Trello to be able to, for, for Clara and her team to know what we've done and what's outstanding and for us to know what they've done and, and was out, is outstanding. So it's, it's a very, very cool tool and, you know, totally free. There are paid versions of it, but um, you could, as any business could, set this up today at, at no cost and put together something exactly like what you're seeing here. The funny part, Simon, is always we find when we do this with our clients is the first thing they come back and go, wow, this is amazing. We're implementing all this into our business. And they all start using Trello for internal management of um, yeah, their own tasks. So uh, it's, it's a good uh, endorsement, I think, of, of this tool for, you know, for, for any business. What's amazing is that um, lots of people have a shiny object syndrome. You may or may not, but I definitely do from time to time. And it's like jumping between different PM tools and task tools and and various tools. But what I've found and what it seems that you've found here as well is that the system itself is more important than the tool. There's so many different ways to use something like Trello or Asana or Depulse and there's Rike and there's all these different things and they'll come and go. But how you use this, I see the way that you've got it set up. It's a very systematic way. Like I see you've got FAQs at the bottom of each list. You've got posting schedule. It's very consistent. It's easy to manage. Whereas some people could set up Trello and just go, oh, no, Trello doesn't work for me. But it's really this process that you've got that is the foundation of making it work. Exactly right. You, you, know, you could do something similar in, in Asana or many other tools. It's really more about the uh, how you, you set the system up and, and how you actually make it work. And, and this is what would, you know, in some facets seem very simplistic, but it works. That's right. Yeah. And sometimes the more simplistic, the better, really, when it comes to systems. I've created very, very complex systems before, and they're all well and good until you try to get someone to use them. And then you realize exactly. that's no good. That was the, the other thing we found was um, it's like a, another system like Basecamp. It's a great, great system, probably a bit more robust in some ways than than uh, Trello. But the the downside was that we then had to teach our clients how to use it. Mm. Whereas with something like this, it was very simple for the clients to get their head around it very quickly. And uh, the fact that practically all of them then implemented into their their processes is is a good testament that. If you set it up in a simple manner, it's um, you know it just works for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. So moving on, the next part was that uh, so Trello was great for those tasking type of uh, systems, but we also had to be able to interact again with our team and with our clients. So that's where we uh, we and it also interact. It, it sorry, it also integrates in to Trello is uh, Slack. And Slack is more of a, um, you know, immediate messaging system. So, again, just really just showing an example of a message that, um, you know, I shared with, you know, one of our assistants or whatever today. So, so instead of if it was something that's just very simple and, and we needed to have a bit of back and forward on it, Slack is a, is a great add-on tool to Trello uh, to be able to do that. And again, same thing with with our clients. We, you know, we use this with our clients as well. We, we actually ban email. Part of our um, our process with uh, onboarding a new client is to say literally, look, as, as soon as we set up your, your dashboard and communication system, we no longer accept email from you. And, and at first, that can be quite uh, daunting for people. <laughs> That's but, a uh, very bold they, move. <laughs> yeah, they get used to those things 
get used to it. And um, of course, it's still, yeah, it still happens occasionally. But um, the, uh, the when they find you know the the responsiveness from our team to this as opposed to email, then, then they they fall in love with it you know very quickly. So yeah, so integrating the two together, Trello and uh, Slack, is solves the two of those problems. The third one was that you know there. There are just times when you really just need to be able to talk to your team. Uh, we don't don't necessarily use this for our clients. However, we do use it, uh, you know, with our team, which is uh, Voxer. So it's a, it's just an app you download onto your phone, and um, you can uh, basically just quickly log a, a, a voice message that they they get instantly. And usually, it'll be along the lines of, "Hey, look, uh, I need you to." jump into Trello right away on this board and quickly have a look at X, Y. Uh, let me know that's clear. Come back to me, you know, straight away if you need any assistance with anything like that. So, yeah, again, Vox is completely free to use. does have paid plans and everything that, uh, you know, you can take it to, to new levels. But, uh, again, you'll find you know, what you can do with it uh, from a, a free level is um, will, will improve your communication with your, with your teams. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a pretty uh, simple process. Mm-hmm. So the, the final part of that was really that, that you know, obviously there's also just times when you know you need to have you know live meetings, and well as you and I right now we're using Zoom. Now there, there is a, a free version of of Zoom. Uh, depending, we we do use certainly we use the paid version of it, and, and I think you'd find once you get using, using this that uh, you would too. But you can certainly start with the the, the free version of it. It's just so if you if you, you know if people watching haven't ever seen Zoom before, this is kind of how you can have a team meeting. The thing about us as a team, seventeen people around the world, we can bring that whole team together in one place like this, just from the you know the comfort of their own office or lounge room or wherever they happen to be working from. Uh, sometimes it's their bedroom, but uh, that's times often that's uh, just sharing a little too much than what we really need. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> the things we deal with. That, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so Zoom's just an awesome way. And, again, same with our clients. So, you know, there's, there's times where you just do need to have that face-to-face interaction with clients. And, um, you know, uh, again, in the whole sort of system of onboarding that we use for the clients, we, we step them through that, you know, these are, our, these are the way we're going to communicate with you. Again, all in checklists, checkboxes that they, they understand that they've done this. Uh, they've set up their, their Zoom account. They've set up their Trello account. They've set up their Slack account. They've, you know, all the stuff that they, they need to do. So it's, it's all in checklists and systems and, uh, and whatever that just makes the whole onboarding system because it's identical for every client. So, so instead of uh, teaching them one by one, we, we develop the, the process once. It just makes you know, the, the whole process uh, super simple. Yeah, absolutely. There's processes within processes here, which is great. <laughs> like there's an onboarding process. So could probably listen to all of your different processes <laughs> like over yeah, a long time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sounds yeah, like it's a well-oiled machine. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a quick and easy thing to put together. It's mm. probably a 12, 12 month project to really makes it look at easy when you're seeing it like this. And, and what I would say though, is it, it's not difficult if you, if you start with your system, like have a system to you know, create your system, mm. and uh, which is I suppose, what the summit's all about, and, and uh, you know it's a it becomes a, an easy process. Yeah, absolutely. So at, you mentioned the the challenges, obviously, that you had with beforehand. At at what point did you realize? Like, did you have any kind of moment? You're like, right, I think I know exactly what to do, or did did you kind of know all along? Yeah, we know we're going to systemize from the start, or was it something that 
you know, there's many years or months or however long of kind of pain before you were like, something needs to be done? A great question. And, and the answer is, is actually both. But mm. uh, look, let me explain that. The, so, so I've been involved with six companies before this. So through those companies, I've been through the whole process of starting out at whatever level that company was and then having to implement the systems and, and come up with the, the methodologies to, to do that all in a powerful way, test and measure, found things that worked, that didn't work, and all, all that sort of stuff. So, so that was really my that was experience, the learning curve from, from previous businesses. When we started Web Traffic That Works, uh, we started with a clean slate. It was a brand new company, never existed before. And we, we, we started it by actually starting to develop all the systems first before mm. we did anything. And we launched it going, okay, this is the way that uh, this is the way we want. This is our vision. This is the way we want this company to work. And of course, you know, you're constantly updating um, systems. That's, there's never the perfect system. Ask me to show you all this again in 12 months' time, and it'll probably be a little bit different again. Mm. But yeah, so realistically, we started with a clean slate going, let's, let's, let's uh, create this. Uh, let's be very different. Uh, let's go about this in a different way a way that's you know we said was that win 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 and and um uh, yeah here we are today yeah it's, it's fantastic when a, a well-laid system all comes together and, and gets results yep sure it is that's our system that's uh you know as you said we could dive deeper and deeper into the layers of that but uh, we'd be here for three hours but, um, the, <laughs> I, would, I would quite happily uh, hopefully do that's that enough. <laughs> yeah. hopefully that's enough for, for people to kind of get a you know an idea of how they could go about implementing something like this into their system, into their business and, and plenty of free tools to, to get started on how you do it. I, I think everyone listening is a big believer in free tools. So, and as I was kind of saying a little bit before, it's like the, the shiny object. You think like, oh no, this tool is going to help. This tool is going to be the one that's going to save my business. Or if only I had that tool when really you don't need that. Start with the... No. And going like the process, obviously incredibly important. The vision, like you mentioned the vision a couple of times. That was um, an interesting point is that starting with the end, like what is the vision of success? Like what, what do you actually want to achieve and what does that success look like? And then I guess compartmentalizing what systems that you actually need in order to achieve that. It's 100% correct. And what I shared with you was really just the part of the vision that was relative to what we're talking about today. But now that you mentioned it, I'll, you know, I'll share it with you more. That, that vision that we started with goes way beyond that. It, it goes to the, the end result of what we actually want to achieve with that company and you know, over a, a five-year period and, and how you know, other businesses will be integrating into it and, and that sort of thing. And, and we've already started, you know, actually started doing that. So, so the, you know, having a really clear vision that starts, I'm, I'm personally, I'm not a major fan of business plans. But I'm very much, you know, about working backwards. So start with, you know, the absolute end goal, like where you want to be in five, ten years, and then systemize backwards from there to today, and then just go about checking off every facet of that until you get there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That it makes so much sense to do it that way. It's just, I think people just get can get stuck in the just the day to day crisis problem solving and when you're at that level it's it can be very hard to to rise above and and get to that vision but i, I think anchoring yourself on that a lot of the other things anchoring yourself on the vision developing the systems a lot of those day-to-day -day problems and and fires that come up all the time they they kind of work themselves out or they just don't exist anymore 
Exactly. I just jumped out of that uh, screen there, so hopefully yeah. it's just you and I back on uh, back on screen. Yeah, it is. Well, that was absolutely fantastic. So thank you so much, Adam, mm-hmm. for joining me and, and taking me through that process. A little insight, a great look into the business. Actually, that was very hands-on. You know, we're not just talking theory here. This is happening, as you mentioned today. <laughs> Part of it was actually implemented very recently. So this is a, you know tried and tested uh, system that's that's happening right now and it works it certainly does that's it's uh, hopefully uh, something that everyone will get a bit of value from yeah absolutely all right thank you so much so that was the adam Houlihan uh, presenting for the business system summit and i hope you enjoyed that and thanks again adam and i'll, I'll catch you next time thank you you've just been listening to the system hub podcast Remember, we've documented this system for you so you can literally swipe and deploy it within your business. Head to www.systemhub.com forward slash podcast to download it now.